0: And welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the shows that shaped our childhood. I'm Chris Bolton, with me as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, uh, slightly later than advertised, sorry listeners, we are looking back at the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I'd like to say, you know, slightly later than advertised, much anticipated. um, Really fucking not.
1: No, I I think... um... We were going to do this two weeks ago, but we didn't have an episode that week because I had to work away. I got suddenly sent away. and uh, It's a good job I cancelled because the b and B I was saying, and not only did it not have broadband, it didn't have any sort of uh, internet or any sort of mobile connection. So I literally had to sit and watch like one of the three channels on TV. That was my only fucking choice wow. last week. It was painful. Um, yeah, that's like valleys in the, mid- in the middle of Wales for you. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, I mean, we spoke to this two weeks ago, and I don't think I've ever seen you respond quite so quickly when I've said, can we knock this one in the air for tonight? Yeah, I was I, so happy. I don't, happy. Think, I finished, I don't <laughs> think I'd even finished typing before you replied saying, yeah, fine.
0: I was so honest to God. I was dreading doing it then, <laughs> dreaded doing it now. If anything, the fact that we were knocking it back was a bit like, oh, I could probably watch some more of this now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tried and uh, couldn't. Um. Just yeah. I I mean, let's let's dive into like initial reactions. I was I was initially quite interested to Mm. to do this because I I mentioned this um over on who wins when we were looking at Sonic over on who wins. But um, my relationship with Sonic the Hedgehog has changed drastically throughout my life. Like as a kid in the nineties, like Sonic was cool, right? Because he's kind of designed to be that ultimate nineties icon, right? Like, he's got attitude and he's cool and he's rad and he's a teenager and he likes chili dogs and all of this stuff, right? So, and let's be fair, he was cooler than Mario in the 90s, right? Even though, like, Mario was by far and away the better (laughs) game and always will be. Like, in the 90s he was way cooler, right? And at that time I had a Sega Master System rather than a NES and stuff like that. So I had a a relationship with, with Sonic as a kid. And then the older I've got, the more I've realized how fucking annoying he is and the more yeah. he really, really gets under my skin. And I, I think this show is is like kind of the worst of that. Yeah. Um, so this was I'm, hard going.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I've said this before um more than once. Like we were Nintendo kids, we weren't Sega kids. Um, we had well saying that we, we had uh, a Spectrum, then we had an Amiga, and then we moved we moved on to um PlayStation, but we had Game Boys as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And the like, friends of ours had NESes and SNESes and stuff, so we were no the the ones that did have Mega Drives. We didn't tend to play Sonic; we used to play other stuff instead. Um, but yeah, we were intending it, so I, I could give two fucks about Sonic anyway. Um, wasn't that interested in the game? Uh, in, in, in the games, they they were to me they because I played Mario first. They were just like a like a kind of quirky version of Mario, where instead of collecting coins, you collected rings, and you ran around this you know, other planet trying to collect rings and beat it. Yeah. kind of it so um yeah i wasn't really that bothered because well, mario was really Hang on. the first game i yeah, ever got
0: into. The, sorry to interrupt it, it might be the connection tonight it's not great but it's not terrible but you did just say because I, i've only just caught that you did just say beat shit didn't you yes right okay because i As i, I had, have to think yeah, about I that i heard you shit, and no. i was like did he say run around and eat shit what no <laughs> like
1: that's no, that, not the that's game i played the town i lived in yeah right okay couldn't afford food um yeah, yeah no so yes yeah, so you had to run around and jump on shit uh to, to beat it um so yeah so that was kind of my relationship with sonic was that it was just like knock off mario basically mm-hmm. but yes the character was cooler the character the design was cooler he was yeah deliberately targeted at a young, a young audience whereas no mario was the like porn star version um he was the plumber who went around to fix your sink um and yeah so it was one of those I was, never, I was never really that bothered and then in later life i think it was on the mother ps2 it might be in the ps3 um they released a sega collection with like all, like loads of old games and sonic was on there and that was the, probably the first time i played through um i think sonic and sonic 2 were on there and yeah I, I was just like oh whatever i can't really be fucked um but i remember this show and i remember when i picked it up so i, I watched one or two before we were going to no, do the show last time. And was really nonplussed. And then I texted you yesterday. So the, the link I'd been using, I couldn't even find on YouTube anymore. It'd gone. Yeah. Um, so it was. It was. So I think they'd moved their channel because I think they might have been taken down or whatever. But um, so I went back into it and I picked up another another episode last night and another one today. And by fuck, I wish I'd been working because, cross, that would have been more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, tell me about it. Um, incidentally, yes. Um, as Mark just mentioned, they are all available on YouTube for your listeners i don't think it's an official channel but they are there they are available on netflix in some regions so if you do have a netflix yeah, subscription please um, get it via that
1: this, this particular iteration of sonic isn't sonic boom sonic x and something else are on netflix in the uk yes this um, one
0: is available uh for our american friends i think uh but we are very specifically looking at the adventures of sonic the hedgehog we may talk about some of those others as well i've not seen yeah. most of them if i'm honest um but yeah, this is no, the I, one i've seen
1: i've seen a bit of sonic x because number two was watching it recently um and it's not anywhere near as bad as this. Um, it's it's still Sonic, so I wasn't that bothered. Um, but it's just been created for a new generation, and obviously a lot of the things that you get away with in the nineties you won't get away with now. So they kind of um, they've kind of retrofitted a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they're all they, Infinity Wars because they, they they're focusing on the Chaos Emeralds and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, yeah, this is the kind of era of Sonic that I remember. Like it's from this all the yeah. way up to like it's been through many redesigns as well, but all the way up to sort of. I guess Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast was the pinnacle for me. Um, Mm. That's still probably the one and only Sonic game I can truly say I like. I spent a great deal of time with Sonic Adventure uh, in my late teens, early 20s. Um, But yeah, in general, the games didn't do a lot for me, despite the fact I liked the character. However, at this time, in the kind of early to mid-90s, Sonic was huge. Uh, Particularly in this country, this is a thing. In the UK, Like Sega definitely... Um, kind of won out over Nintendo here. Like Nintendo was the was the niche over here, and Sega was the mainstream console. Yeah. Um, so I think in terms you know, of the
1: handheld, it was the other way because like nobody had a fucking game. Oh Gear. yeah.
0: Well, I had a Game Gear, and it was You're yeah, The other one to be person honest. I've ever
1: met who had one.
0: I um, I know
1: people who had a fucking Atari Lynx. I never met anyone with a fucking right, Game Gear.
0: Right. Um. So I had a Lynx first. Um. So like that Christmas. There was a big discussion about which one I wanted, and I really wasn't sure which of the three I wanted. Um, and my dad knew somebody that worked in a computer shop. This i n- of no interest to anybody, but you've just taken me on a trip <laughs> down memory lane now. Um, so so we actually arranged for me to go in and have a, a quick go on each of them, and it, like I'd, the links is is quite a it's like that's a, that's a deep dive there. So I'm sure some of our listeners know what one looks like, but if you were to put the three consoles side by side, like the graphics on the links were way better than any of the others. So I was instantly kind of taken with it. So Hmm. there was myself and one other kid in our school that had a Lynx that Christmas. And so we swapped games like all the time because luckily, like of the probably about 12 fucking games you could get for the thing, I Hmm. had four and he had about four. So yeah, and we would just rotate them around. Yeah. So then as much as I loved it and I still have it, um, I still have all of these consoles. I, I very rarely throw a console away. Sometimes I'll give one to a... To a friend's child or something like that That's so how i've lost my uh, my wii and my gamecube originally as well and i've subsequently rebought those consoles but again this is this is boring for people but anyway um the following christmas i was like yeah i really love this thing but there's only so many times i can play the same eight fucking games uh, yeah. and you know as it as it transpired they did release a few more games after market for the links and they were all very good to be fair um but then I ended up just nagging and nagging and nagging. So my parents and my nan kind of clubbed together that Christmas and got me a Game Boy as well. Um, and then I don't remember how I had the Game Gear, but it was about two years later again, and I ended up with a Game Gear. I think it might have been because I wanted a TV. It was I wanted a TV that Christmas, like a little, you know, like a little portable yeah. TV Stickly thing bedroom. in my room. Yeah, stick in my bedroom, right? And then. <laughs> This scheming little bastard kid that I was discovered that you get a TV tuner for the Game Gear. So then I was like, well, rather than have a TV in my room, why don't I just... You could get me a Game Gear, which is about the same price, and then for my birthday, you could get me a TV tuner, and then I've got this little TV that's even better than having one in my room because I could take it anywhere with me. So I managed to talk my way into a Game Gear as well. Um, easily the worst of the three consoles, incidentally, but that's way off topic. Um, but yeah, that, that's one of the few console generations, that initial handheld generations, where I managed to wangle my way into all of those consoles, But because they were a lot cheaper as well. Yeah. um picked Game Boy far and away the, the actual best of those consoles
1: yeah um but well there's a reason that that sold generation after generation after generation
0: There is, however the links is is very very good man some absolutely excellent games particularly the bill and ted game that they released for it was absolutely superb Um, but anyway sonic sonic was a big thing in this country is how this came about right because most people had a mega drive or a master system myself included i had a master system and in fact sonic 2 was i think i've talked about this on on the show before like I sold my Master System to contribute towards having a Super Nintendo one Christmas. The deal was, like, I could have one, but I had to sell the Master System to get some funds in to put towards it. And for a, there was about a three-month period where I was like, I can't sell this thing because I haven't played Sonic 2. And every week I'd be going on the video shop relentlessly trying to rent Sonic 2, and it was just permanently out. I could never get it. I have still never played the Master System version other than on an emulator. Um... Look, it's shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> but this was a big... I was to you ain't missing much. No, this was a big thing for me, right? Because Sonic was a big thing. I used to read Sonic the comic. I had, like, a Sonic sticker album and things. And then, and then this show came about. Um, and one of the instant nostalgia hits I had with this show... It's quite interesting, actually, because about two episodes ago now, or maybe three, we did Games Master, and we were talking about the weird of schedule for games master in this country because yeah. it was it, like it was on channel four which for us was s4c so mm. instead of getting it on like wednesday or thursday night like the rest of the country we got it super late night and then we got it repeated on we were trying to discuss it and i said i think it was a sunday mm. i think it was on a sunday lunchtime as soon as the theme started for this i instantly remembered like yes it What like games master was on first then this was on straight after it, on Sunday lunchtime. And the reason I remember it is because I used to go for Sunday lunch at my nan's every week. And it would be a case of, well, hang on, Sonic is on. So I'm not going for lunch until Sonic has finished. So I would watch this thing on Channel 4 after Games Master. So it formed a kind of block in mm-hmm. this country. In the early 90s, you had Games Master and then the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. So it yeah. wasn't even really on a mainstream channel. This thing was on fucking S4C. So, yeah. like, as a kid, I guess what I'm trying to say is it kind of had an air of exclusivity to it because this wasn't on BBC or CITV and it wasn't on a Saturday morning or a Tuesday yeah, afternoon would, or anything like yeah. that after school. You had to want to watch this thing. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of felt like this little secret cartoon that only a handful of people knew about. Um, yeah. and Those people and it, were part of this kind of subculture then that yeah. was gaming, you know?
1: And I mean that became a kind of a model for um, not just kids TV, but a kind of, sort of you know youth TV as well. That like when they started um, with stuff like Say by the Bell and mm-hmm. um you no know, uh, was the one with uh, Sister Sister, and all you had all these sort of these sort of young you know sort of these sort of, almost sort of tween and early teen comedies effectively. So, um, and yeah, Channel Four and and by default S four C kind of went through a whole period where they bought this shit on mass, and all of a sudden like you know you'd have it. Especially during like school holidays, they'd have entire blocks devoted to, like, from eight in the morning, like, they'd cut the big breakfast short. Yeah. And then, even if they didn't, even if the big breakfast went, ran to up to eight, nine o'clock, then you'd have, like, kids' TV all morning. And then, come lunchtime, then they put the fucking race in the new market or something on. And then you're into, like, boring shit that nobody really cared about. Um, nobody really cared about the horse racing, did
0: they? It, it always no, that's, fucking that's, amazed me, yeah. that like, horse racing. It's like, I don't think it's on anymore, is it? But as kids... It's like, on, like, the,
1: ITV4 or something, then. Yeah. Like, you
0: guarantee, middle of the morning, for about three hours, Channel 4 would be showing fucking horse racing. It's boring well, as hell.
1: This is how I learned um, about things like bookies and, you know, uh you know, racing posts and shit like that. Because we used to spend school holidays with between both sets of grandparents. And if we were with my father's parents, then it was a case of, right, just have the TV, do what the fuck you want, just stay quiet, or go out and play. Just you no, know, We'll you know, we'll feed you, mm. and you know, if one of you has an accident, we'll take you to hospital. But beyond that, just fucking, you no, know, sort yourselves out. Um, and um, with my mother's parents, it was kind of the same, but there was a mountain to come play on. But every morning at 10 o'clock, we had to go back down the house, because my grandfather was walking down into the village to put, it, put his bets on for the day. So we had to go with him, because he couldn't leave us unattended for that long
0: yeah i had um i had a similar thing the other way around i didn't used to stay with my grandparents on my dad's side very often because um my grandparents on my mother's side were so close like they lived just down the road so i was always there during school holidays but whenever i did go and stay with my nan her partner not not my granddad my granddad died before i was even born but her partner was was very much into horse racing and that is one of the primary memories like that spending time with them brings back two things instantly like the the smell of like the the cakes and things cooking in the kitchen because she did used to do like a lot of um sort of welsh cakes and you know jam tarts and things like that just yeah. like real old old people cakes right yeah. so the smell but it wasn't is...
1: just like we'll no we'll, we'll make a dozen or so it's like we'll make 42 yeah yeah so and then tomorrow we'll make another batch so,
0: yeah so so there's that and then there's the... Fucking horse racing that was just permanently on in that house because Reg had his paper out and he'd be going through working out what he was never actually went to the betting shop with him, but he was permanently so yeah, I think that's a generational thing. Yeah, I think that my, generation my he, he was buckets. putting like
1: he, he was like putting on some you know, 10 pence on one and you know, 20 yeah. on he He wasn't like he wasn't probably you know, betting on anything, it was just like that's something to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, exactly. it, it was on all day. And then when, when the race had finished, he'd have, he'd have Westerns, he'd uh, he'd taped and stuff like that, and he'd just be chucking them on. So he's like, all yep. oh, right, TV's gone for the day then. Right, yeah, we'll go and play now.
0: Generational thing, definitely. Um, but yeah, that was the kind of shit that you'd see on Channel 4. So, I mean, yeah. that was the other level of novelty. was like, there's something on Channel 4 that I want to fucking watch. So yeah. these Sunday mornings were a, were a big thing. And I actually did used to look forward to this cartoon. Um, I suspected it wouldn't be very good before we mm. went back and looked at it. If I'm honest, I did suspect it would be pretty bad. Um, it, yeah. was, it was worse than I'd anticipated. Um, I anticipated. I did not have a good time. This is one of the few shows I've struggled to make it through. Like I think yeah. I managed to make it all the way through two episodes. I tried watching several more, but I got like five, six minutes in and I was like, no, I can't. I, I can't watch this.
1: Well, the one I watched last night, after I, after I said, was asking if, you know, where I could find it because I couldn't find it where it, it was a couple of weeks ago. I think I lasted seven minutes. Yeah,
0: it's it's hard. And it was isn't like,
1: it? Don't get me wrong; it was late um, because I, you know, I'm weird and I don't sleep. Um, but I put it on about half ten, eleven o'clock. And that first episode, that first episode I was watching, I think it was like episode three or episode four in the run. I can't remember. But I was thinking, fuck, I really can't be asked. No, I, I, just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we, we've there's been stuff on the show we've struggled through. And there's been stuff on certainly on um Better Than Mario recently that we've really struggled through, and i've it's it's rare you go, it's rare you give it that little shot, but after seven minutes, I'll you know what fuck this i'm gonna, I'm gonna bed I, I don't sleep, I'd rather go and lie in lie in a bed where it's hot as fuck anyway, yeah because you know, we're still in the middle of the bloody heat wave, and I would rather just go and lie there for six hours and try and watch this shit. Yeah, As it turned out, I lasted about 20 minutes and got up and did some work, but still. It was like, that's, that's kind of my, my depth of feeling with this show. And when I put it back on today, um, I was working from home today, um, so I had my iPad, my iPad on the desk in front of me with it on while I was working. And again, I just didn't pay any fucking attention. And that's the only reason I got through the rest of that episode and then one more.
0: Yeah, it, it's really, really fucking tough. And, and I know exactly why that is. I, I clocked it, you know, within 10 minutes of the first episode. It, it's just so fucking badly written. Like, the animation isn't that bad. You know, the, the animation, animation is perfectly animation, serviceable. Part of, part it's good it's, in it's places. Passable. Yeah, but For uh, uh, the time,
1: I, it's, it's it's decent. I think, you're right, I think the writing is awful. The performances, because the writing is awful, they're all chewing the fucking furniture anyway.
0: Yeah, see, that's the problem. Some of the performances, I think, are actually quite good. It's just that the characters are so fucking abrasive and annoying that well, they I mean, really they, they, get under your skin. They
1: created new characters for it as well. That was, that was always a risk. Yeah. Because you had Sonic and Tails and Robotnik, and then they brought in the chicken. Uh, what was the mole's name? Scratch. What was the mole's name? Grounder.
0: Grounder and, and you had the monkey, didn't you? Coconut. Yeah.
1: yeah. So the, introducing new characters is always going to be a risk with something like this because people are very invested. And if you compare it to say the Mario cartoon, um, which we looked at, oh fuck, about two three years ago now, they didn't really. I mean, yes, okay, they tweaked things and like no, they they tweaked the princess, they tweaked the toad and stuff, but actually. You recognized everybody when you went into it, and you recognized the world they were in and this was kind of this was so far removed because apart from having sonic tails and Robotnik, it didn't seem like the same world it didn't look the same no, you like you didn't have the um no, the the the, the green on top and so the 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 brown the brown yeah. ash underneath didn't have any of that. The bits I saw you didn't have anything to do with the rings um no. and so it was like hang on we've just take we've just licensed the property we've licensed the characters. And we're going to shoehorn him into something else.
0: Yeah, it does feel like that because there's also like the the overarching story, if you can call it that, mm. um, is is quite literally that Robotnik just wants to catch Sonic and can't. Yeah. It's it's practically Wile e. Coyote and Roadrunner, yes. or Yosemite Sam and Bugs Bunny, if you prefer, or Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny, or any of those iterations of here's a bad guy who wants the good guy. Um, just because whereas, they want you know, them. Yeah, just you know, at least with with the Mario shows, they had you know the the overarching part of Mario would always be on a quest to, because Bowser would have a scheme that week and things yeah. like that. But there was there's none of that with this. Robotnik just constantly wants to catch Sonic. The, the characters that you mentioned they created, you know, Scratch and Grounder and all they they're supposed to be these super bounty hunters that he's made up from all the best bits of all the other bounty hunters, but yeah. they've gone wrong, and yeah. so he just dispatches them week on week to try and catch Sonic, and then.
1: It's kind of the Power Rangers formula as well. Isn't yeah,
0: it? I mean, what what transpires then is, is just Sonic is completely passive as a hero because he's just constantly running away to outsmart them. Really, yeah, they're trying to catch him, so they've got all of the kind of forward momentum in the story. But what you what you get, and this these episodes are like 24, 25 minutes. They're not short. Yeah. And you just get this hodgepodge of gags. Like, some of which are actually quite funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. like so I, I did have a few laughs. Um, yeah. it, it's quite witty in places. But nothing hangs together. Because it's just like this collection of skits very yeah. loosely hung together on there will be a theme for that week. Like, maybe the... You know, like some of the ones I tried to watch. There was one where he had like a shrinking ray, there was Robot with Robotnik hit Sonic with. There's one where yeah. there was an aging gun that he hit Sonic with. There's one where there's an alien crash on the planet and they're both yeah. trying to wait. So they'd always be like a theme of the week, but the central thing would always be, we need to catch Sonic. No explanation of why.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it just doesn't make sense because even in the very basic narrative of the game. You had the whole thing of, like, Robotnik was capturing the animals, turning them into robots, and wanted the Chaos Emerald so he could take over. Like So there's a, there was a basic yeah. narrative there that Sonic could have impetus to go and free these animals and things. Yeah, But instead, they flip it on its head. Um, and, and he just, I've no interest in it whatsoever. Like, every episode that I tried to watch, the same thing happened. Like, I'd get five yeah. minutes in, and I'd just be like, what? what is this story about? Because this is just a bunch of gags, like one after the other after the other. you know. And I think as a kid, I probably responded to it because it doesn't look like the game, you're right, but I do actually think the, the art direction and the art style of it is quite good and it's very yeah. fitting for the early 90s. It's got those that kind of pastel Nicktoons kind of flavor yeah. to it. Yeah, um, you know, which which a lot of early '90s stuff did. Animation-wise, you know, it wouldn't be out of place next to kind of anything that you would have seen on Toonami or Cartoon Network or anything like that. All of the Hanna Barbera stuff that was going on at those times, it was yeah. it was pretty fluid. You know, it's not fantastic animation, and it's very the movements are very cartoony and exaggerated, and and there's a lot of business uh, as yeah. Walt Disney would have called it. You know, a lot of slapstick comedy and stuff in there, but it worked. Um, yeah. so so all of that's fine it is purely down to the writing and as you say I think even those performances like look Scratch like it's an appropriate name because it is like nails on a blackboard that performance yeah. but that's not the fault of the performer that's the fault of the writing um, you know and, and the character that he's been given you know it's not yeah. I mean it's it's Phil Hayes it's not his fault it's not like he's no, some absolutely. nobody either you know um, and and if anything like you get character coming through in his performances, Imagine, Like the the laugh that Scratch has is very distinctive. You know, he's yeah. got that ha, ha 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 kind of kind of laugh. Yes, it's annoying. Um But that's but then, character, that's fine. That's character building, yeah. But it's it's just the, the constant like him and grounder are so fucking stupid. Yeah. That you you just like you're supposed to be the elite here, guys. You're supposed to be so there's nothing those performances can do because there's no real other than what they give them, like those yeah. laughs and things like that, there's no real character there.
1: No, that's you know? right. And like to a point where um I think it was in one of the first ones I watched, um they cap they they end up snatching tails and basically getting Sonic to get in a cage of his own accord, because otherwise they'll you no know, they'll hurt tails. So that you get that and he's locked in the cage, and then all of a sudden he pulls out the bat phone from grounder, because obviously he's got a phone in him. You know, why not? And then they do this and uh, so sonic immediately hatches a plan because coconuts turns up Mm. and it's like hang on oh fuck you've already caught him you don't need to do anything else
0: no you have him yeah
1: and it's like hang on why are you being so fucking dumb
0: yeah that that's the thing and the and every episode goes exactly the same it's like we need to catch sonic we've almost caught sonic oh no something's gone wrong we're fucking idiots that's every episode yeah. Um, and that gets old very, very quickly.
1: There is some classic cartoon stuff as well, like you know the again in that episode where they do um, where they do end up getting him in the cage. Like they didn't. No, they they attract again very Bugs Bunny, very very um, you know very very sort of Hanna Barbera, um, uh, Warner Brothers. You know they, they have a, a puppet of a, an attractive woman. So Sonic runs past it and immediately comes back and falls in love with it. And then they end up you know, whacking him over the head. He falls in a pit. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And then he escapes using his cartoon powers because that's not exactly what the Roadrunner would do. Yeah. And that's fine. I didn't mind that. That was great.
0: Look, that's fine for it's five just, minutes at a clip, like yeah, a Roadrunner cartoon would yeah, be. Yeah,
1: but 25 minutes of that gets fucking dull. It doesn't really work. It, dull.
0: If it's going to be 25 minutes, like we need threat escalation, we need yeah, character you need to start development. Yeah, and end. Yeah, and look, I know this is a kid's show and we've said that many, many times before when we're talking about things in this show as well, but the same principles of story apply. Hmm. You know, you still need, as you said, Mark, a beginning, a middle, a middle, and an end. You need a plot. You need threat escalation. You need character development. You need all of these things hmm. because, fuck me, it's hard to keep my attention for 25 minutes. Try keeping a 10-year-old's attention for 25 yeah. minutes. That's even fucking harder.
1: And, and that's the difference, I think, because, like i I said, number two was watching, is that a Sonic X or Sonic Boom? I think it was Sonic X. Um, it would have be been a couple of weeks ago, so I think it wasn't long after we saw Sonic 2 uh, in cinema. Um, and they're twenty, twenty-five minutes. No, they're they're on Netflix. They're twenty-two, twenty-four minutes, something like that. No, twenty-five minutes at a clip. But he sat there for about three hours. Yeah, watching episode after episode because it hung together. And I'd be interested to see. And I, he's not. He probably isn't. Your, you know, your atypical eight-year-old. But I, I, I wouldn't mind trying to sit him down in front of this and saying, right, we'll watch a couple of these, see what you think. I can't mm. see him sitting. But, you know, he does. No, he's eight. He doesn't pay attention to any fucking thing. Um, I can't see him sitting through one of these and going, oh, yeah, that was good.
0: I just just can't see it. That's the thing. Like, I've been trying – like, I did like this as a kid, definitely. Mm, And when I say kid, like, I would have been –
1: I would have been 10, 12. Yeah, I would have
0: been – I was about to say 11, 12-ish probably when this was on Channel 4, right? So I'm not a young kid
1: either. Yeah, I think I think it was, it was ninety three to ninety five. So yeah, I'd have been, I'd have been, yeah, I'd, I'd, have, been, 12, I'd have been, I'd have like been about
0: twelve ish, right? And I, like, yeah, I'm reading Sonic the Comic and stuff. So I'm, I'm target audience, and you know, you're following Games Master. So yeah, like, look, like, it's fine. I'm here anyway, so I'm gonna watch it. But I, I have relatively fond memories of it. So there must have been something there for me as a kid, either that or I was a fucking dumb kid. Now, that is entirely fucking
1: possible. As, right? So there, there may be a debate to have there. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that is entirely possible. Okay. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm looking back on it and I'd like to think I was more discerning as a child than this. Well, because... I don't know because,
1: I mean, I think populism is a huge part of it, especially when you're a kid. Because if it's something that, if it's a property that people like, you kind of feel obliged to give it a shot. And you know, even you now that translates straddlehood as well. But as a kid, you kind of more you're more inclined to think, right? Okay, well, all my friends are watching this, so I'll give it a look. Yeah, and I'll, I'll even if I don't really like it, I'll grin and bear it because everybody else likes it and everyone else is talking about it, and I'll, I'll have something to fit in with. You know I won't be the one who doesn't like it. Yeah. So, th- so that you no, know, there's an element of that with with all things. You no, know, um, kids, you no, know, be that you no, know, uh, be that TV, be that films, be that sports, be that whatever. Um, and I think that may be part of it. But I mean, I I remember when I put this show on, remembered surprisingly little about it before we started watching it. And then when I put it on, I remembered scratch. I remember ground. I certainly remembered the design of Grounder Cause I remember thinking at the time, it was a bit like short circuit, but with a round head.
0: Yes. very It was, much so. it
1: it was like, hang on. You know, when's he going to call somebody a snowblower? Yeah. Um, and so I, I remember, I remember the design, I didn't remember coconuts at all. Uh, and I didn't remember any of this, no, any of this sort of quote unquote stories. I didn't remember anything about the show, but I just remembered those two characters specifically. Um, but yeah, it was one of those that I I I know a lot of my friends liked it, but it was one of those, it. It always baffled me because like none of us liked Sonic as a game.
0: Yeah, that, that's and the it, thing. Whereas I I have the complete opposite. As I say, I remember Sonic being huge, hmm. but I don't really remember anybody else watching this show um but that may have been just because it was in such a niche time slot at like yeah maybe it would have been something like twelve thirty on a sunday afternoon yeah. well like I, th- that. I think
1: with us like because we played um football and rugby on a weekend so we'd have been coming in at that time stinking covered in mud dinner'd be about an hour mm. so by the time we've you no know, come in my brother's had a shower i've had a shower and then food's ready so yeah. this was kind of you know, this was kind of right While no while you're waiting for the shower Stick the t v on and this yeah, is on, yeah. um, or if we know if we haven't played this week, then, so well that's what we watch on a Sunday, so we'll put it on anyway, yeah. um so yeah, I mean, it was one of those that it and like a lot of my friends were playing the same sports in the same team, so we were all doing the same thing, we were all getting home about twelve, that was twelve, so it was the thing you chucked on while you're waiting for your dinner, and yeah, it just wasn't like it's it, I think it's sort of stemmed from that really, yeah, I mean
0: probably the biggest nostalgia hit I had was was that initial of memory of it following games master and also the theme tune like i'd mm. forgotten the theme tune entirely mm. um but then as soon as it started i i knew it instantly yeah. and I, I kind of that ties into a ve- again to that very particular era like i i don't necessarily tie that with the sonic games even though they use parts of the theme from the sonic games it yeah. just took me back to that like sonic the comic era yeah. and stuff like that where i was like yes i associate this tune with that because you take kind of they've got the Sonic theme tune and they sort of blend it in within the Hall of the Mountain King from the Pagan Suites. Yes, um, and it all works beautifully well, and it actually works really well for that character as well because it's got a real pace and stuff, and it's quite yeah. exciting. You know, the credits are great. Like yes. as I was watching it, as soon as I saw the credits and the first episode, I was rolling. I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be all right, actually, because yeah. I'm, I'm had, loving had the these credits. Thought, the, had the same thought because the animation again is good. You know. Yeah, the, the animation's good in the credits as well, and then as you say, you see Scratch and Grounder <laughs> yeah. in there, who I'd forgotten about as well. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right, because there's there's those as well. Um, so yeah, I was I was really quite up for it. My initial nostalgia buzz was quite high, and then yeah. within like probably five ten minutes, I was just oh my god, this is terrible. And then you go through, you know, I watched the the entirety of the first episode. I watched, so then you go through the thing of like oh well, maybe that was just a poor one.
1: So, yeah, pick there, another one there was an air pilot as well, um, was there? Yeah, um, which was done in it was, produ- it was, done, it was produced in August nineteen ninety two. A couple of different cast members, um, right? Apparently, looked largely the same, um, but yeah, the um, yeah different cast, and then they d- they didn't introduce um, Scratch and Grounder until the f- the actual first episode done when uh, when it moved forward.
0: Yeah, so that would have been the first one that I watched. Was the introduction of Scratch and Grounder, and even the way they do that makes no fucking sense because yeah. it's all done in flashback. And yeah, like, what, what's the why? Why did you do that? There's no need to have done that. It yeah. makes no story sense whatsoever, other it, than to give you a skit at the front where they're trying to catch him.
1: Yeah, and uh, then like the whole thing of like he makes Scratch, and then to make Grounder, he's st- he's going to clone him by taking one of his tail feathers and dropping it into some sort of magic machine, mm. except it makes a fucking tank mole yeah. thing instead. I, uh, yeah. I, I know I know. you're not really looking for logic in a show like this, but even you know, you've got some semblance of you know, system in the in a show. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and then they're bounty hunters for some reason. Yeah. It's not explained why there's a bounty out on Sonic in the first place. No. Or why like they're a, bounty hunters. Like
1: a, like a billion dollars or whatever their equivalent is.
0: Yeah, because you know, to, to suggest that there's a bounty out on <laughs> Sonic suggests that actually he's the criminal here. Um, well, th-
1: this is the thing, and I mean, it's kind of, it's a, it's a trope that's misused, this whole thing of putting a bounty on somebody. Because, yeah, the bounty is that the law, Johnny Law puts it on a criminal that they can't catch, so somebody goes out and gets them. Yes. That's what a bounty's for.
0: Yes, it's not Dr. Robotnik decides he's going to put a bounty on Sonic because this, he this wants it. it. That's and a hit. That's yeah. a totally different thing.
1: Absolutely. I was going to say that, no, th- that's what you get in the Mafia, whereby they say, yeah. right, this person has you know, wronged me, he you know, looked at me the wrong way, or you know, he said my daughter was hot everybody has to go and kill him straight away. Yeah, that's a hit. And, yeah, that, that's an entirely different thing. And when you have like a convention of fucking like, bounty hunters, yeah, I, it, that's just a fucking sales pitch, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so I, I didn't understand any of that, but that's the kind of random shit. It, it's got yeah. that kind of throw it all at the wall and see what sticks approach, which we've had in a number of shows. Yes. And generally we, we end up praising those shows as well because generally more sticks than falls off. Yeah, but in this when you case... have that
1: sort of frenetic energy it kind of pays off but the problem with this is that because Sonic as a character is literally faster than anything anyway mm-hmm. you you can't even in trying to keep up with him you you you're on the go constantly so then when you add that to the fact that you've got you've got this batch plot every week that you're trying to no you're trying to make a stick and they're trying to ram through it as quickly as they can to get as many gags in the can because it's, it's even described as a gag driven show so if that's yeah, what I they're would focusing agree. on, if that, if that's what they're they're concentrating on, that then takes time off the story. So you're yeah. you're constantly trying to keep up, and because it's so fast paced anyway, you end up going, "What the fuck is going on?" Or oh, you know what, I don't care.
0: Yeah, and it's just such a like. If you want a gag driven <laughs> show, it doesn't have to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Like yeah. I know it's a license, it's an easy license, okay. But if you're making a, a Sonic the Hedgehog show, then it kind of needs to be an action adventure show. You know, particularly bearing in mind, yes, we're on the tail end of it but we're on the tail end of the era of TMNT, biker mice yes. from Mars, street sharks, samurai pizza cats. Like anthropomorphic animals on is adventures a are a thing. So run with that. Yeah. Like that's the bit I don't understand. And,
1: and, and even then you think, well, you have paid for the license. So why not just make not necessarily a version of the game, but a follow on where you have the same, that same kind of formula. Hmm. No, there, there is a story there. There is a narrative there. You have your, now, you have your action adventure bit, you have your, your quests. I'm fine, and you can do that. That works, and there's no reason to not do that. And I think that, I mean, we talked about when we did um, Sonic on uh, Who Wins uh, a couple of months back. Um, we talked about the the new films as well. Now I have seen both of them. now, I hadn't at the time. I'd only seen the first one. Um, but that's kind of what they do, and they've obviously you we know, cinema has evolved, and so storytelling has become a bit more sophisticated in kids' products um, since the early '90s. But that's exactly what you get. You get a quest. You have stakes, you have character development, and then you have a resolution. Yes. And you could have done that quite easily in the 25 minutes an episode you had here. But instead, they went, you know what? They said, spunk out 65 episodes. We can syndicate it within a year. And then we'll just make a shit ton of money because Sonic's popular and everybody loves Sonic.
0: And that's exactly what it feels like, isn't it? It's a gag machine with Sonic's face plastered on it. You know, they did... They did add, at least I think it came from here. It might have come from Sonic the comic, um, but I think it came from here and then just bled through the character. You know, they did add some character information for Sonic. Yeah, the we chili dogs get, came from here. The, yeah, exactly. The chili dogs was where I was going with that. There's things like that, and that's a thing now. Like right? we yeah. know Sonic likes chili dogs. Yeah,
1: that's that's, that's canon. That can, that's that's taken. And when you get into the later products, you get into Sonic X, Sonic Boom, the new films. Uh, I'm not sure about any comics because I've, I've not read any Sonic Sonic comics, but that no that's just part of the character now it's just that's just something that we know and that's yes. fine that works and there, there are bits of that which think okay actually that's num that's been done pretty well that's been seeded pretty well the problem is they could have made this show about anybody they could have made an entirely new character it probably wouldn't have sold as yep. well because it's not sonic yep. but the show could have been exactly the same um and i think that that's a shame and like we've talked about it before with various products that they didn't have to necessarily be done the way they were done they didn't necessarily have to use the license and they could have been their own thing Now for me, the, char- the the character they had in terms of the the wisecracking, smart ass, can get out of anything sort of character, it felt less like Sonic than it did... I've got to remember how they did this. In this country, Dennis the Menace was in the Beano, and Dennis yes. was the, the little blonde kid next to Mr. Wilson, yeah? Correct. correct. In America, that was Dennis the Menace.
0: That was Dennis the Menace, yeah. That will so, never be Dennis the Menace to so, me. No, it's Dennis. Yeah. It's just Dennis. Dennis, Dennis
1: the Menace is in the Beano with the red, yes. the red and black stripes. Yeah, yes. So the character of Sonic in this feels more akin to that Dennis. Yes. Where smart ass inadvertently causing a bit of trouble, but you know what?
0: He's a punk, is yeah, what he he's, is. He's, he's, he's a little a punk. bitch. Yeah, he, he's and, a little street punk, is and, what he is in yeah. this.
1: And, and that's that character didn't really feel like it fitted.
0: No, it's it's something now that is inherent in the character. And actually, now that we talk about it, and I'm starting to piece this together in my head, this may be where it started to go wrong for me because i think sonic as we know him as a character as technology evolved and we're able to add voice into things and stuff yeah. as well and as more of these adapt- adaptations happened like this is the route they went down like this kind of troublesome teenager smart ass route with him and yeah. the chili dogs and the gotta go fast and all of that nonsense yeah Whereas actually, you know, the first couple of games, when you look at that, and uh, he would later like be and stuff as well, but when you look at that initial design of Sonic, you know, the finger wagging and the cocked eyebrow, hmm. and the, like, yes, he's cocky, but it's more that kind of just suave confidence that he's yeah. got, rather than kind of just shit-eating energy. Yeah. It's it, it's more like quietly, coolly confident is what it yeah. is. Whereas this is the complete opposite of that. He is not cool at all in this cartoon. He's going 110 miles an hour all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And he like you say, he's just like this frantic little, just smart ass punk. Yeah. And that's not what the original character was. No. Like, like you me, imagine that's... that original character now popping up in the original title screen and wagging his finger at you and giving you yeah. the rock eyebrow. Yeah. That's a totally different kind of energy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think I, th- I think you're right. I think that, that is possibly what put me off in the in the episodes I watched is because I didn't like the presentation of the character. No, and it hate may be that no, it may be that I, I was never particularly keen on Sonic anyway. It may be having seen later iterations where they've done a lot more character work and they've actually made the character. Yes, okay, he's still got that cockiness, he's still got that almost arrogance, but there are elements of doubt. There are times he fails, mm-hmm. and actually. We kind of root for him, whereas in this, the, I, I'm, I've got the wiki page in front of me with some episode description. Yet yeah, he does get caught quite a lot, but yeah. always escapes. And you're thinking, actually, I don't want him to escape. I want him to get caught, and then somebody to drop an anvil on the fucking cage, yeah, and just, just crush squish squish the bastard. fucker.
0: Yeah, just push him out in front of a bus or something, like yeah, probably that's what happens to hedgehogs in it? Like, <laughs> yeah, or trucks in it? It's trucks. Yes, yeah. trucks with hedgehogs. You get, you
1: get Rowan Atkinson and Mel Smith running him over.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's trucks. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't think I was ever that like that enamored with a character from this point forward. And, yeah. I, and I think that is... I think you've hit it. That's why. I, I will say that I have always been enamored with Tails from the very first time I saw him. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's something about Tails that I've always just loved. Um, yeah. And I think actually Tails is a character that does come across quite well in this as well. Like they give him that kind of adventurous little brother kind of yeah. energy... Um which is exactly what was there from day one in in the game, you know, and then yeah. they would later bolt on the stuff about being you know him being like a mechanic and inventor and stuff like that, which isn't really present here, but he's yeah. definitely got that kind of adventurous mischievous little brother kind yeah. of who just kind gets of energy dragged on the
1: adventure and you know, inadvertently yeah. saves the day yes
0: yeah um so i i, I do like Tails. um i think
1: I think possibly tails is the only good the only Good character to, from what I've seen, Henry in in the show. Nobody else I have any time for.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I think I think the performance of Robotnik is quite good, but as a yeah. character and again as a villain, he's too pantomime sneering. Um, I, and there's just no layers there at all. And you know, this might sound like we're being harsh, being you know because it's a kids' show. But then when you think of some of the shows that we've looked at here, you and know, from even this time as well. And see. from this time, yeah, you know, but you know, even when you look at something as And I I really feel bad using this word, but it's right in context. When you look at it as as a villain, as basic as a Skeletor, even Skeletor has a lot of depth to him. Like, yes, he's the embodiment of evil on He-Man, right? But he's got depth. Like, he's got interplay with all of his minions. He's got a relationship with evil Lin. There's a reason he's the way he is. You know, there's all the stuff with him being the king's brother and stuff as well. Like, there's, there's depth. Right? And yet most people just think of him as the cackling skull from he man yeah, right. but but that came from somewhere. Whereas with Robotnik here, they just they've done none of that. you know and even even again, when you go to the Mario show and Cooper yeah. is is there instead of Bowser, but there's an element of depth there as well with him, yeah. you know, actually being madly in love with Daisy and and wanting to kidnap her. and then you know later they would bring in the Cooper Kids and stuff like that, and there's all the power play between them all. So again, like you've got all of those siblings vying for attention and your villains have got depth and they've got reason for doing what they're doing. Yeah. Whereas here, Robotnik's just like, I don't like him. I want that hedgehog. You know, that, and that's literally what yeah. it is. You know, yeah. it's like I want Catch that wabbit. Yeah, and, and that's what it is. And that would be fine in five minute clips, but yeah. not for half an hour. Well, 25 minutes and then we get a couple of minutes of, which I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. We get a couple of minutes at the end of Sonic Says. Yeah. Um... I, I don't know if you had any Sonic sayses on the yeah. episode that you watched. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I'd forgotten they existed. I've got to be honest. Um, I don't know. How... Says with
0: a Z as well, by the way, listeners. This is S E Z Sonic says because it's the '90s and Sonic's full of attitude. Um, yeah. I, I, look, these were these were traditional, all yes. right, in cartoons of this era. You know, they, yeah, they you exist a for this. a purpose, right? They they're there because. Essentially, if your cartoon was too violent or if your cartoon was blatantly targeted at children to sell toys, you had to find an educational reason for it to be on the air. You had to add value. It had to educate, inform, and entertain, right? Just like the old standards of the BBC. All right, so you couldn't just have He-Man for 20-odd minutes because you blatantly wanted to sell Masters of the Universe toys and he was punching people in the face. Yeah. Because that's got no wholesome educational value for the kids, right? So that's why at the end of every episode of He-Man, he'd be like, hey, kids, bullying's bad. Don't do that, right? But they would all be generally the same kind of things, right? They would be, yeah. don't go off with strangers, don't bully people.
1: But, yeah, don't take hand don't, from strangers. No. Yeah,
0: all, all of that. These... I can't make my mind up if they're actually taking the piss or not. Oh, yeah, because I think they must be. They're so fucking random, the stuff well, he's talking about.
1: Yeah, like I know Family Guy did a skit on it in one of the early seasons. Um, Because in America, you used to have um, The More You Know, didn't you? So they'd come up in yes. the shows and it be, wouldn't be anything to do with the show. wouldn't be anybody who was in the show. It was just like a random public service announcement. And Family Guy took the piss out of that. And the, these kind of gave me the same vibe as that where it's like, we know we've got to do it, so we'll just put any old shit on that'll get us past the censors, get, get us past standards and practices, and we don't really need to worry about the content is, because the content is wholesome, the content mm-hmm. is fine, and we'll get away with it. It doesn't have to be relevant to anything at all.
0: And it really, like, they were so bonkers. You I know, like generally, generally, like I say, it is things like, yeah, don't take candy from strangers, never return to a lit firework, don't lick your finger and put it in the plug socket, you know, it's stuff like that. These were just bonkers they were like they literally were like hey kids don't eat the yellow snow basically yeah. you know it was fucking stupid i'm
1: surprised they didn't have a be kind rewind one
0: like yeah that's the kind of thing it was rather than actual safety tips it was just like here's some general information to make you less of a dick from probably the biggest dick you've ever seen <laughs> yeah, on I tv could say, yeah like what a fucking mental idea. And then the fact that it's spelled S-E-Z as well. So any educational value that it might have had is already flushed down the toilet. Yeah. Because you're teaching kids, I guess, at proto-text speak at that point. Yeah. Like What a fucking... I'd completely forgotten they existed, but they yeah, were so fucking random. Yeah. Like... They, Here's what I will say to you, listeners. If you got any interest in this at all, see if you can just find a collection on YouTube of the Sonic Says segments, because they are entertaining. Yeah. Like, for all the wrong they, reasons.
1: They're fucking but, mental, but they're net say yeah.
0: yeah, they are. Like, for all the wrong fucking reasons. Yeah. Go and watch those. You know, it, it's literally like, kids, don't lick your mum's razor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's,
1: I knew a fudder had does that. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's that fucking stupid. Like, I was just in bits watching them, so if anything, go and watch me- Sonic. Yeah, m-
1: maybe that's what you need—is just a collection of those rather than episodes.
0: Yeah, maybe because the episodes, fuck me. Um, I'm trying to find something good to say about them. You know, we have said like I I do like the theme a great deal. I, I really do. Like, I've actually been listening to the theme before we started. Um, but the- but that's because like the Sonic the Hedgehog theme is obviously ingrained from my youth anyway. Yeah like that's one of those themes that you will just randomly start humming at 3 a.m because it's there um and and again nobody can say sonic the hedgehog without you going sonic the hedgehog he's a fucking hedgehog it's just it's it, it's there right it's just there those are like those are not the official words or anything kids all right <laughs> but it's just there right and then the fact that you know it's, it's sort of teed up with p as well which yeah. you know music snobs come at me all you want probably my favorite piece of classical music so come oh, at yeah. me, i don't care I, i'm with you on um, that one yeah right so i j- it's, it's just great it's a great little theme i will enjoy listening to it numerous times while i'm editing the intro for this show and then i'll probably never hear it again but i did get a nice little kick from that so if i can say anything good about it is that the music is good um yeah the, the, the title sequence full stop is good Like, so what we're saying is watch the the titles. Yeah. Watch the titles. Watch Sonic says. Ignore everything in the middle. Yeah. The the 20 minutes in the middle, just
1: forget it exists.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, even that stuff in the middle is so fucking bad. Like it's, it's raccoons level. And I think it's actually worse. I think think this is now the new low. Yeah. This
1: is the new rock bottom.
0: Yes, I, I think it is. Because like we, we, we've dunked on Raccoons quite a lot. And I think that was just because we were so disappointed because we loved it so much as kids. Yeah. And the reason we started dunking on it was much of the same sort of uh, points as we've raised here is that those episodes didn't really go anywhere. And as a kid, I thought that they did. I thought there was a far more sort of interconnected, yeah. overarching story in Raccoons, which is transpired there wasn't. But this is even more criminal from that point of view. Like I, I think the Raccoons is a higher quality show to start with, is the yeah. thing. Um, and it has the added benefit of, like, not that I don't have nostalgia for this, but again, The Raccoons is one of those shows that is really up there from your childhood. So yeah,
1: and I think as well from from that perspective, The Raccoons got repeated. Um, oh fuck, it would have been, but ninety eight, ninety nine on BBC Two in the morning. So you'd have that, and you'd have um, like Alvin and the Chipmunks, Smurfs. There'd be like a block on BBC Two. So before you went to school, you'd you'd yeah. chuck that on because it's more interesting than the fucking news. You know, when, you, when you're a kid who wants to watch the news um and now i don't, don't think you want to watch the news now, actually, yeah. but that's for different reasons um yeah. that's just because everything's gone to shit um but yeah so like this uh raccoons was 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 replayed run yes yeah, ninety seven, so ninety eight, 97 98 i think um in the mornings on bbc2 like the, mm-hmm. between i think there was a block between about seven and half eight maybe nine o'clock um i was left for school by half eight so i, did, I don't know if there was anything after half eight um but yes, yeah, so you always had that kind of block. And Raccoons and that, I think that's kind of the thing that did it for me, was that I didn't remember it being that bad, even on second watching. Yeah. And I think that no. was the disappointment. Whereas this, I've not thought about in, fuck, 30 years. Mm. And I was you know, blissfully ongoing with that. When it came up, I thought, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. I like that. And that little nagging thing in the back of my head going, you liked that? It was probably shit. You're going to be that's- disappointed
0: the thing in it it does seem whenever we really like the show more often than not they turn out to be shit but yeah like even with raccoons like as disappointing as they were because they weren't as good as we remembered them like i I never had to stop watching it. i've never any single show we've ever done i've never had to turn an episode off this yeah i've always managed to make well. it through quite a few whereas this i was just like even, i fucking can't
1: uh, even if I, i'm only watching one and I'll say yeah. I've got a couple of days and I'll pick up a couple, or I've got a half hour, or it's late, we'll I'm something on the go to bed. I'll always get I'll never it's I I don't I try not to do it with films either. Sometimes you just find yourself falling asleep, but generally and that's the time I watch films rather than the indication of the quality of the film usually. Um but generally I will say, right, I'll watch to the end because I've started, I'll finish. I'm not Yeah. I can't go back to it halfway through. No. And very rarely do, do that. I think I did it for um in the name of the king. Um, I think I, I don't think I did it on versus because I was just too fucking traumatized. Um, but yeah, last, last night I got seven minutes into an episode. I was like, fuck this noise. I'm going to bed.
0: I've, I've done it several times, especially, you know, because we knocked this episode back as well. I have tried, I have really tried to go back and make it through some of these. And I, I've tried multiple times and every time I get a couple of minutes in and I'm just like, no, I can't do this. There's no story. It's all over the shop. The gags are just coming rapid fire, and more are missing than are hitting. Yeah, like when they do hit, they're funny, but it, there's just nothing to engage my interest. And I, I think the problem as well is
1: that the, the gags that are coming they're so fucking pure oil. I mean, if you look at something, I mean, we 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 as it was a while ago now, but we, I think it was last summer we did recess, mm-hmm. and you look at that, it's an entirely different type of show. Obviously, the pacing is a lot different, but the humor is very different as well, and the, the gags. They're not so in your face. They're a lot more subtle, but they yeah. land a lot better. And I'd say probably with those ninety percent, of them land. Yeah. Whereas I'd say with this, you'd be struggling to say ten percent of them land, because oh, yeah. it's no, it's just sh- as you said, uh, chuck as much mud as a wall, mud at a wall as you can, and see what sticks. And none of them land. None of the, none of the jokes make sense. It's like oh, for fuck's sake.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's it's fucking appalling. This show is absolutely appalling. Yeah. Um, by by any yardstick, whether it's a kids show, whether we're looking at a family show, whether we're looking at a media tie-in, an adaptation, by any yardstick, this show is absolutely appalling and definitely the the new low.
1: Yeah. And um, I think it's disappointing as well because and I mean I I know you said you haven't done them but having seen some of the newer stuff and having seen the two new films certainly but having seen I'm sure it was Sonic X I was watching my number 2. And the way that's put together, the way the story is, okay, there are new characters in that way I think have been introduced in games through the years. Um or certainly in in other media. Um but all these characters are rounded, they're fleshed out, they all have flaws, they all have desires, they all have an arc. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're going right, okay, well, now they introduce um no, you, you get no, you get um Knuckles is in it, you get the pink one whose name I can't remember.
0: Amy Rose.
1: That's the one. And then you get, no, then you get a shadow and stuff. And all of a sudden, they like, "Okay, now we're building an arc. We're building an actual season." Yeah. And it's all about the infinity, uh, Emer- the Chaos Emeralds, um, and not the Infinity Stones. No, not honest at all. Gov. Not, not at all. Gov. They're not even the same colors, but i was honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it's no, they've they've built an arc. They've built a story. that says, right, we can have three seasons out of this. Yeah. Or however many we want. We, but we can run with this, and we can actually build a product that is worth watching. And yeah. don't don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody came out of this thinking, you know what? We'll just chuck sixty five episodes of absolute horse wank together, and it'll do. That's just what they, no, what the result was. I don't think anybody came out of there thinking, you know what? It's shit, but we're getting paid, so fuck it. Who cares? Whereas, you yeah. know, w- when you when you move when you compare this with later versions, you think actually they either they didn't care or they didn't know any better.
0: I think it was just a fundamental misunderstanding of the license and, yeah. and what it was. Yeah, you know, they, they and, license
1: the characters, not the stories is the problem. Yeah,
0: and video game adaptions have always been bad at that. And, you know, they're better these days, but yeah. you can argue they're still, by and large, pretty bad at that. It, they, to, to, when, we've said this so many times in so many shows now, but when you want to adapt a story or a character or whatever from one media to the other, mm. when you go from one medium to another, you have to concede that it isn't the same and you yes. are going to have to make changes. And sometimes... That means that you've got to develop on what is already there. And sometimes it means you need to knock it down entirely and start again. Yeah. And sometimes that will work and sometimes it won't. See, for instance, the Mario film, the Mario cartoons that we've talked about, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, right? Like all of them, completely different storylines. None of them really have much resemblance to the game other than this is what the characters look like, okay? Mm. But they kind of decided to take it down our route, okay? Yeah.
1: I mean, especially the film. I mean, if you, if you, yeah. look, at the, you, know, you look at the film as, as a prime example of that.
0: Yeah. Now, now, the problem is with video games, especially those early ones, you didn't have the source material, right? So a lot of that adaption is happening from scratch. You're yes. just taking those characters and just trying to build a world around them. And it feels like the guys that did this have sort of tried to go down that route. But actually, it's like... I think maybe they've seen what's gone on with things like Mario when we'd had Double Dragon cartoon and stuff by this time as well. So they'd seen all of that going on and they'd perhaps seen how poor they are and just thought, well, let's just try and make it as simple as possible and i, I don't know that may not be their thought process but that's what it feels like to me because i don't believe anyone sets out to make a a half ass job no. of anything right no. i don't believe anybody sets out to make something even when they know it's a surefire hit with a license and it's an easy payday right i don't think anybody in a creative industry sets out to go yeah that'll do yeah. and if they do then they're in the wrong industry right so I, I i don't think that's the case what i do think is is them looking and going well you know, if we try and expand on this world, you know, we're going to end up with something like Mario or Double Dragon yeah. and it's going to get convoluted and, th- and it's going to be silly and there's going to be pushback. Yeah. So and let's mean, just think, make it as simple as possible.
1: And I think in, in the 90s as well, I mean, you have had the, the benefit as, as such, you didn't have the internet. So, well, yes. You know, yeah. you could put, you put a product out and actually by the time you finish, by the time it's, it's aired and we've seen it, you've finished and you go, you know what? Okay, it didn't work the way we wanted it to we can move on. Yes, okay, there may be some questions to answer from people who put money into it, people who produced it, whatever else, but by and large, we made a product we said we were going to make. Now with the internet, unfortunately, the internet's a wonderful tool, um, but also it's full of fucking arseholes. Um, No. The the problem with uh, with arseholes is that everybody, they like opinions, everyone's got one. And the internet means that through the anonymity of your keyboard, you can make a fake name and talk as much shit as you like about what you do and don't like. And there's no comeback. You can do what the fuck you like. And actually, that the, no, the, there's a very apparent knock-on with that when it comes to content, where people go, oh, well, actually, yeah, the fans, don't, the fans didn't like that. So we can kind of move away from that. And then you end up not having the product you want to make because you're so worried about how the fans are going to receive it that you either think, right, we have to make a completely faithful adaptation. Yep. And at some point, something's got to give. See Game of Thrones. You know, they started, they said, right, okay, we, no, we want to make it faithful. We want to do this, we want to do that. And actually... A, they've not been able to do it because they haven't had the budget. B, they haven't had the technology. C, it hasn't been fucking written yet, so they don't know how it, They don't know what, where it's going. So you can't make a faithful adaptation. The problem is with that, they didn't understand. As you said, they, they, weren't, they weren't then trying to adapt. They were just trying to recreate the book on screen. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, now, and they're not the only ones who are guilty of that. You see that in, lot, in lots of places. But because you have the internet now, people are so fucking vocal and so quick to jump and shit on absolutely anything mm-hmm. that people are afraid to try anything
0: yeah and i think that is exactly what this is i think you've just actually put that over a lot better than than i did i think this is a creative team looking at the game and just going how do we literally translate that onto screen but then fundamentally misunderstanding it because instead of actually playing the game and understanding the game they've looked at the smart ass hedgehog that pops up at the title screen and go oh okay he's a smart ass and he runs really fast yeah this is going to be a comedy show yes instead of actually playing through the game, start to finish and realizing that actually Sonic's the aggressor and he's going after Robotnik because Robotnik is kidnapping the animals and turning them into robots. And like, look, yeah I'm not saying you have to put layers on this and I'm not saying it has to be smart, but straight away, okay, you have a much better show there where particularly in the early 90s, you've got messages, you know, Bear My Captain Planet and stuff's around this time as well. You yeah. have messages about industrialization and ruining the planet, yeah. and the ozone layer, and all of that can all be built in here, and you can create a world for these characters to play in yeah. instead of just giving us just absolute horse shit that means nothing yeah. for 20-odd minutes at a clip. Yeah. And that's the annoying thing
1: about it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's it's probably... I I, I, I will not I won't say I'm more disappointed with this than I was with Raccoons because I liked Raccoons a lot more. Yes. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is definitely... It's definitely a new low, and I'd I'd say it's possibly the worst thing we've watched in a while, and I include fucking versus and twenty twenty five. Oh, 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 yeah, steady on.
0: It's not worse than twenty twenty five. I lasted um, longer than
1: seven minutes watching that. I mean, yeah,
0: for, for listeners who don't listen to our other shows, why um, the fuck first not? Moment, yeah, do. Um Secondly, we, we've watched possibly, well, not possibly, definitely the worst film I've ever seen. It's the greatest recently. atrocity ever to emerge um, in Germany. Now, yeah. <laughs> now I, I almost stopped watching that as well. And were it not for the fact that that podcast needs us to specifically go beat by beat through the narrative. And you paid for it. And I paid for it. Um, I, I don't think I could have made it through. Um, So it's it's the only reason I made it through that is because I had to. You know, I did make it through an episode or two of this. It was the extra ones that I was trying to watch for more context that I was just going, no, I can't do anymore. So it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, it's it's the worst on this show, and it's not helped by the fact that everything we've watched recently has actually been really high quality. You know, just off the top of my head recently, we've had Games Master, we've had Wind in the Willows, we did Neighbours. Yeah. You know, we, we had we've had high quality content that we've been watching. Yeah. So we so we're gonna get a few duds. Like I'm nervous about the next one because I remember it being <laughs> shit at the time. But I mean that could go the complete opposite Absolutely. way because I remember it being shit. So it may my, actually my turn out are to quite be limited. Excellent. So
1: I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna reserve judgment.
0: Yeah. So who knows? But yeah, for the time being, this is definitely the new low. This thing's fucking travesty yeah, it's definitely the awful. worst thing we watched on this show um easily so but what we're saying listeners is do not waste your time please
1: literally even if you're the biggest the, sonic fan in the world titles, there's better Sonic, sonic says, content. that's it that's all you need. yeah yeah there's better
0: yeah it does but some sonic says it might be worth it sonic says is sonic says i don't think i can ruin the language any more <laughs> than they do so i think i'll, I'll stick with sonic says is um I probably yeah, can, the,
1: but read my book and judge it for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're they're worth a punt, um, but everything great, else, yeah. fuck it off. Just fuck it off. Move on to the next thing. Yeah, um, it's awful.
1: Yeah, um, I'm fair. I'm pretty sure we've been fairly emphatic on that. I don't think there's much ambiguity in that one. Is there? Um, nope. I certainly won't ever be watching this again. Nope. Um, I said I did say about potentially putting it on for, on for number two and seeing so you know what he thinks. I will put it on and go and make dinner. Or yeah, you know, I was gonna say don't smash watch it my morning. head through a window or something. That's more fun. Yeah, bring the car boot down repeatedly almost my yeah, It's just something that will be more entertaining in this fucking show.
0: More fun and less annoying.
1: Yeah. And probably less painful as well. Yeah. More than likely. Um but yeah, as as always, um if you disagree, please get in touch, let us know. Um on Twitter at S P D Pod. Um you can go to our website, D Podcast Net, uh, sorry, DD Podcast net, where you can get our previous episodes and other shows as well. Uh cool enough. near enough. It's it's all <laughs> in the link anyway. Um, yeah, wherever you get your podcast from, uh, leave some message, uh, subscribe, and we'll get back to the best we can. But until next time, bye.
0: gotta go fast.